0: Welcome back to Italia 1121, a art and therapy podcast for any kind of artist. Thank you so much for coming back and listening to us. Today's guest is Avery Lachey, an aspiring fashion designer in association with the Sade Management LLC of Long Beach, California. I would like to thank them for doing a collaboration with us. We are happy to interview your artist and you are always appreciated. So, Let's get into it. Welcome, Avery, to Atelier Eleven Twenty One. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. Um, my first question is: Your Liberian mother and grandmother. Um, you said that their style and clothing inspired you. Do are you aware of that moment or what outfit inspired you the most and showed you the beh- the power behind clothing?
1: Um. I don't remember an exact moment but if anything is usually like I mean being a Liberian there's always some type of event or function happening so it's like just seeing them like um, you know get dressed and get prepared and you know putting you know their best selves on and putting themselves together matching shoes purse you know it's like it's like a it's a whole method you know to everything so I would say like watching them like get ready you know for some type of event would definitely be the moment that I realized
0: did you realize the power of clothes in in at at a young age
1: yeah um I would say especially at like uh 14 15 um that's when I really like started stepping more into like my own identity and my, um, and I started like, you know, dressing, you know, like how I, like how I truly felt in- inside instead of going with like the, like what was trending or what, what everybody else was wearing. Like I started dressing out of the box and that probably has to do with some of the music and stuff I was listening to and just, you know, finding my own identity. I feel like once I found my own identity, that's when I really realized the power of clothing. Cause it like, further emphasized who I was and who I, you know, present myself to the world as.
0: And who were those artists that inspired you in your look at 15? Um,
1: so definitely Nicki Minaj. Like, I, um, I found out about Nicki Minaj in, like, I think 2008, 2009. Um, yeah, like, she was just a powerful Black woman that was, like, owning her sexuality, owning who she was. And it was like the Barbie era and stuff. And I always liked those kind of things. But I was like, you know, at that age, it's like you start to feel like you should outgrow Barbie or pink and stuff and step into, you know, something that's more mature. But like she made it okay to like be who I who I really am and to fully embrace that. So I would say her um, probably Ashanti, but like really like Nicki Minaj.
0: So I read in one of your previous articles that you worked in behavioral intervention as specialist, and uh, you quoted that the barriers that you found in young women were rooted in their self-image. And I say that to ask how important is your self-image grooming in the in your emotions and how it relates to your emotions in women. Can you ask the, I didn't understand the last part of the question. All Um, How important is your self image grooming and how is it directly connected to your emotions as a woman? Oh, um, I, I, I feel as,
1: as cliche as it sounds like when you dress good, you feel good. And it's like taking care of like yourself, you know, like, That's self love, you know, and that goes into like your self image and like how you, you know, um, go into the world. So I feel like all that stuff ties in. I mean, I could be having a bad day or thinking I'm so depressed about something. And then, like, but when I put on, like, an outfit where I feel good about myself, and that also corresponds to, like, different, like, um, colors and stuff that has, like, psychological aspects that, you know, boost your mood. Like, the color yellow or orange and different kind of things. But um, they all, like, they all correlate. Um,
0: Yeah, in my opinion, they do. So, how important is color therapy in your collections? So color, color therapy is
1: extremely important to me. Um, as well as, um, like I, um, when I'm sending out clothing, like I intend to put like affirmations and everything within my packaging, but color is very important because I mean, sometimes I'm like, like, oh, like it was even today I was going to wear like black and I'm like, no, like that's not even like my, not to say that people who wear black are like, you know, um, depressed or anything cuz that's black is corresponding to powerful and you know sophisticated but like i was just like i want to wear like a a green shirt today you know like i'm i'm feeling good the the weather is good like all that corresponds to like how you feel about yourself color therapy each color like represents different emotions so i mean not everybody thinks about that but like subconsciously you know you probably do
0: so your collection was scheduled to come out in spring of 2020. And of course, with the state of the world and how everything was shut down, how has the collection developed and or changed with the current events that are currently happening? Um, so
1: my, my
0: entire collection has changed. It's, it's a small collection, but
1: it still has altered um, with the changes of the world. Um, I feel as though 2020, like, I was, I was very, very disappointed, you know, at first, because I'm like, oh, my God, like, I wanted to put this out the year before. And then, you know, now it's going to be even further delayed. But like, I'm um, a firm believer in God's timing and divine timing. So I think everything, you know, works out when it's supposed to. But I would say that 2020 for me was very, like, healing. And then I dug into parts of myself that I didn't, that's been dormant for some time. So it's like, I feel like with this new collection that I'm putting out, it's like GL, like 2.0, like the aspects that I'm like going into the things that I'm thinking about is very different than when I was thinking about it in 2019, putting it out in 2020. So like it's, it's made an impact on it. Definitely.
0: The common misconception in the career of fashion are the efforts, the expenses, and the dedication that it takes to create a collection. What have you learned on the journey to creating this collection that's going to be coming out? Um,
1: I would say I learned to like, to trust in myself and to go um, out of the box, like get in touch with my inner child Um, cause ultimately I feel like children always know, you know what I'm saying? Things like they're beyond their years and like somewhere along the journey of growing up, you lose that part of yourself. But I feel like definitely touching into like my inner child and stuff, like it's helped me to like, um, evolve into, you know, everything that's coming out within this new collection. So what is the aesthetic of this new collection? The aesthetic is very much so like it has like a, a '60s vibe to it. Um, but when I was when I was creating it and my vision in mind, because I feel like um, I feel like what's taking place now is like a black renaissance for like black creatives to like you know finally get the recognition and to really dominate in areas that we've already been dominating in, but we just finally are getting the attention. So I feel as though, like, when I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking about, like, like 90s, um, like, you know, women of that time, the way they dress, very colorful. And, like, the aesthetic of that time was, like, happy, like, joyful, like those summers and, like, ice cream trucks and, like, you know, like, Black women with long acrylic nails and all these jewelry, you know, like, on their gold jewelry on their hands and stuff. So, like, definitely touching into, like, that Black culture, I feel like I want to embody that and Black joy. Um, definitely is the aesthetic that I'm going for, but still like high fashion couture, you know, structured in different ways. And um, yeah, that's what I'm, that, that's what it's giving this spring.
0: Um, so your design process, can you tell us how, how do you start when you try to find what the storyline and illusion of a collection will be? Um
1: a lot of times it's like stuff I wish existed, um, that doesn't, um, and I'm like very inspired by like, um, women, you know, um, their styling and how they do things and, um, stuff like that. Like I'm, I'm inspired by black women, black women in color, just different things like that, different watching different TV shows or movies, um, is, is basically how it is. It's like, if I'm thinking like you know, like how I was saying, it's like the 90s era of, like, women. I'm, like, looking for reference images of Black women in the 90s. You know, like, what were they wearing? What were the colors? You know, what was that vibe? Like, how can I incorporate it to make it my own? So, I would say that, but it's definitely, like, mood boards. I'm a very visual person, so it's, like... And then a lot of things, I don't know sometimes where it comes from. Like, sometimes I see things in dreams. Sometimes I think some things I've seen it as a child Um, it's just... I'm just getting everything out of my mind and putting it into like you know, a collection. Who's
0: on your mood board the most? Um I would say
1: um a lot of black women, Dorothy Dandridge, um Arthur Kit, um Fran um from the nanny. I love her. Um, Jada Pinkett Smith. I can't remember the movie name off the top of my head right now. Um, also the movies, the movie Baps. Um, a lot of those kind of things are on my vision board or on my mood board right now.
0: What makes your brand a luxury brand? I feel like what makes it a luxury brand is
1: the like the the material that's going into it, the craftsmanship that's behind it, um and just the whole aesthetic, it's not fast fashion, it's not something that's only going to last you a year. Like when I'm making pieces, it's I'm thinking about like long term. Like I'm thinking about you passing it down to your granddaughter. Like I want to make pieces that are all my all my pieces are timeless. So it's like they can be worn at any time, they can hold up in any time. So I would say that's what makes my brand um luxury and it's also tailored to women's like bodies and highlighting their bodies. So I would say that that's what makes my brand
0: luxury. How many um craftsmanship hours are you putting into your collection this far? Ooh. Um
1: I can't even say like um this collection that's that's coming out is like it's 2 years, like a little over 2 years in the making. So, okay. that's hours. Can't even tell you. Even when I'm sleeping, I'm thinking of things. So, like, I can't really put like a, you know, a number on it.
0: Um, can you give us an idea of what textiles you have selected for this collection? Yes. Yeah,
1: so, um, I'm thinking silk, um, silk taffeta. I'm actually in the process of doing that now with my sample maker. Um, but silk taffeta, um, crap. Uh, scuba fabric,
0: to name a few, um, yeah, so I asked this question to every one of the artists that come onto this podcast. We find that artists who spend a great deal of time chasing their passion and working in this kind of entrepreneurial field that requires you to be creative, they fall into a state of depression. <laughs> or have difficult times within that, and a lot of self-doubt, what r- routines have you uh, put into your life to help you maintain and be progressive as you push forward while creating? Um, That's a really good question. Because, um, you know, like, I have
1: um, history, you know, working in the mental health facility, I'm, and I was a, I have a psychology degree. So, like... I don't know. I know as far as a lot of creatives, like we are prone to be, um, depressed, but I feel, I feel the main thing is just being kind to myself and letting myself feel those emotions. Um, if I am feeling a certain way that day, like I will try to do things to like make myself feel better. But if it's not, if that day is not the day, then it's not the day. Like I don't try to force anything. I let myself feel not too long to dwell into things, but I would say definitely, um, writing I journal every day um I'm reading a lot of self-help books or audio listening to those um I recently got a therapist um so you know
0: that's really good yeah
1: I'm always (laughs) I'm always doing something to like improve like aside from fashion like to me like spirituality and like um you know mental health is very important to me so um yeah I'm always trying to do something but I don't I don't shame myself for feeling any of the emotions that I feel. Cause it's, we're all human. You know, we, we have a spectrum of emotions. and Not all the time it's going to be joyful. So, but I just try to remember like, you know, my why, which would be like, you know, other women, especially like people like, you know, my mother coming from a family of, of immigrants. Like to me, I just want to be like, you know, I want to be better. I want to break generational um, curses. Like I want to, you know, put on for the, you know, the, my family behind me and not only my family, but women behind me. So I feel like my like journey or like my mission is bigger than myself. So it's like, I just have to keep going.
0: With your time, when you said, um, let me say this with your time over COVID, there was a lot of downtime. Did you have a easier time with your self-talk or was it more difficult?
1: Um I would say it was easier because it was like if if anything like you know um the whole pandemic I would say an upside of it is like definitely getting time to spend time with yourself and not all the different distractions that you you know can have like instead of you being at the club every Friday or hookah or you know whatever it's like you have to be home you know so it's like you have to really spend time with yourself so I feel like if anything to me it was easier because it's like the world stopped and was still and then gave me time to also be still with myself and to get in tune with myself
0: How are you working through uh, generational curses and how can you see it through your work? Um so,
1: I've been doing a lot of shadow work, which really looks like journaling, um, meditation, guided meditations. Um, I have a spiritual um, my, one of my spellman sisters. She's very much so like on the journey with me. So, like you know, um, talking with her um, helps a lot. I got I kind of got mistracked of your question.
0: <laughs> Am I answering? No, it? it's good. Um, generational oh, curses. curses, how are you working Through that and how can I see This in your work? Oh yeah, so Yeah, so definitely like the the Shadow work, journaling Um,
1: and During those times of like spending time With yourself, like I feel like stuff comes up Sometimes, maybe some things that you suppress Or different like memories and just working Through those things, to me Um, that's what I've That's what I've been doing to really, um You know, help with that Um, talking with my grandmother, um, you know, a lot, and just, yeah, I I would say those, those things, like, that I've been doing for self-help, like, has been ultimately helping me as far as generational curses go, and then also, I would say, uplifting my family, too, I'm like, you know, like, we need some ownership, like, we need to start, you know, doing things, like, you know, when they were in Liberia, like, they were very, very well off, you know, then they came to America, and like, You know it's the american dream but it's really the american struggle so um you know but just like pouring into them like what i'm also learning because i don't feel like there's no age limit to your dreams or anything that you want to do so pouring into them like what i know now so that they can you know still continue to break those curses because as long as you have breath in your body you know you have choices so it's like still pouring into my family i would say
0: So, what can we uh, see coming next from you? What are you working on? And yeah, what's next? So, what's next for me now would be the um, summer spring collection, that will be coming
1: um, in the. I'm I'm hoping for May. That's what I, that's that's what it's gonna be. Let's say that it's gonna be May. Um, so that's what's coming from me. It's gonna be a small collection um, of three to four pieces. But um, I intend on, like, dropping, like, one piece, um, you know, like, every, every few weeks. Like, I want to drop one piece. I don't want to just be confined to, like, one huge collection, like, two times a year, like how was traditionally done in the fashion industry. Like, I'm more so just wanting to put out, you know, my art and, you know, almost, like, dropping, like, a mixtape or, like, singles or something. Like, you know, it doesn't have to be so after this collection that is like just dropping one piece
0: so you're changing you're interpreting fashion the way you are more comfortable with and what fits your life yeah it's really good and then
1: because I think sometimes too like creatives like you know there's been a lot of different designers that have committed suicide or all different kind of things it's like it's a lot of pressure you know to try to make a big 15 20 piece collection like and have it like ready
0: spring you know it's like so i just i don't know i I just don't it's very time. difficult <laughs> yeah i think it's a mis. i think it's a misconception of how uh quote-unquote easy it is just like when people say oh can you fix this pair of pants it's easy all you have to do is this and this i hate when people say yeah if, because because they don't realize us, you have to then you probably could do it yeah. <laughs> right you don't realize i have to take the lining out <laughs> to, you know, right to repair the issue that you're asking me for. Um, the whole
1: process and I feel like um, nowadays it's like a lot of things it's like and then fast fashion too has taken over where it's like things are you're just expected to always be like putting something out but like I don't know I feel like real art doesn't really work like that like it, it's not it's not that simple and then when you try to I, make it so that's when it's like you get a lot of pressure and you can't really think about stuff or you're forced to try to create something that's probably not even really from the heart so it's like you know
0: that leads me to ask you a a question that I didn't have written down so you constantly hear throughout history all people saying that fashion is not art and which is to me is absolutely not true because if that was the case this podcast wouldn't exist but um, what's your outlook on that and how is it rapidly changing
1: Uh, um Fashion is definitely art. Um, to me, everything is art. Like, I feel like a real artist, like, everything is. I could be sitting here right now, and I'm seeing the, the way the trees are, you know, the way this this landscape looks. I want to go draw it or something. Like, everything is art. If you're a true artist, everything is art. Anything that you're doing is, becomes art, honestly. So, I feel like clothing are, like, it's like a it's like a walking piece of art. It's not something you only hang on your wall and, you know, um, look at from time to time. It's like, it's it's how you express yourself. It's like, it's a form of self-expression. It's a form of art. The way you put yourself together, to me, is art. Um, You know, even with the colors, like, if if you're mixing these, like, everything to me is art. Clothing, fashion is definitely art. (laughs) Um, And I don't know, maybe that's, my viewpoint I feel like it's always been art so I don't think it's like a new thing that's happening but um, I don't you know I think it's always been so
0: may I ask where can we find you if we want to look at your collection and um, support What, where can we find you where can we contact you so uh, my personal Instagram
1: is as told by Avery and Avery is spelled A V A R Y, and then um, my my brand Glen Avery Lachelle is um, Glen Avery G L E N A V A R Y dot um, Lachelle L A C H E L L E,
0: and from my personal page that links you to my business page. So, yeah. And you're, do you have an email that we could pop? So if anyone wants to collaborate with you, they can reach out. Yes, to um, shop at glennavielachelle.com. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time and joining us on Atelier 1121. Yes, thank you so much. I really enjoyed this. I would like to thank Avery again for coming on to our episode. In order to get more info about us, please. Follow us on Instagram at Atelier1121 or follow my personal Instagram at OnTaviaRoulette. You can also check out more from us at OnTaviaRoulette.com. And if you would like to be a guest on Atelier1121, please email us at info at OnTaviaRoulette.com. It's always a pleasure. Have a good evening.